Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. My name is LT Thornton, and I am one of your hosts. And I am joined by my two co-hosts today, Mr. Steve Woods and Mr. Boyd Atkins the Fourth. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, guys. We have missed you, and obviously it's a jam-packed show. We have so much to talk about, and that's why we are doing the triple dip today. Hey. (laughs) Sometimes You know what? We don't have a whole lot of topics to talk about, but we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we don't have a lot of topic, but boy, do we have a lot of content. Got some things to say. Some things to say. That's right. So, guys, let me just give you a quick uh, breakdown of what we do on this show. Our mission on the Nerd Smash Talkcast is to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, whether it involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, wrestling, whatever. We will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Mm. And with that out of the way, gosh, we got, again... Doesn't seem like much that we're going to cover, but so much to talk about. It was tough not talking to y'all like all week. We we had uh, we had so we have a group chat and we had a little <laughs> bit of breakdown of some of the things that we were talking about, and then we were like, uh, just try to save it for the show, save it for the show. So <laughs> here tough, we are, man. and and part of that you'll see why in a second is why we had to have Sir Boyd joining us on this week's mm-hmm. episode again. Mm-hmm. So. What are we going to talk about on this week's show? We are going to cover that first episode of House of the Dragon. Hey. And, oh. and just so you guys know, just so you guys know, we are not going to be covering this week by week. Uh, we will do what we typically do in here. We're going to talk about the first episode. We're going to go into spoilers on the first episode. Since and 10 million that, of y'all saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody's seen the thing. <laughs> I mean... Ten, ten mil, ten mil day one. Yeah, we don't know what that number is now. Right, okay. right. So, uh, but yeah, we will uh, be spoiler discussing this first episode, and then for the rest of the season, we will recap it at the end. Uh, That's before tough, that, bro. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I heard, I heard the magic number for this season was. Uh, I think somebody said episode six. Oh man! They said, "Whoa, come in the thrones!" <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, before that, we are going to talk about uh, Boyd, who recently caught up to all of Game of Thrones in the span of a few months. Oh, he sits upon the Iron Throne. He does. He doth. He, <laughs> he doth, doth sit upon. He doth the throne. sit on the Iron Throne. <laughs> a man knows nothing of the Iron Throne. <laughs> he ordered a flame broiled burger and he said Dracaris <laughs> yes oh 
God. So we are going to be recap. We're going to be spending a large chunk of the show talking about uh, Game of Thrones in general. Uh, we got to get into some more of these uh, Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones, these uh, Warner Brothers Discovery cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they are ridiculous and out there for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't even understand most of it. Yeah, I I don't understand it either, but uh, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. You got the good with the show and oh, Game of Thrones is back. And then you got the bad with <laughs> everything else is gone. Everything exactly. Else, <laughs> everything exactly. else is going on. So, uh we we are going to be touching base on that. But also the number one thing uh, that we're going to start off with is we had a drop last week, and it was She-Hulk episode one. Yeah, yeah. we did. So we're not going to get any spoilers uh, no. for She-Hulk here. We're going to leave that to you guys, because uh, I don't know if this one did the same numbers as a Game of Thrones episode one. But, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I just want to get like a general vibe or feeling on how you guys are doing with this show. And uh, Steve, I think I'll start with you. Man, I don't I feel like I'm alone here because I didn't see or didn't feel any any anything going into it. Like I I wasn't I I didn't think it was going to be bad and I I was pleasantly surprised at how much fun I had. I there were some laugh out loud moment, moments for me, right? Yeah. And it certainly didn't disappoint. I love that they kept it to one episode. Because I feel like it's about to it's about to start rolling downhill, and uh, yeah, I'm not. I had a lot of I had a really good time. I loved her kind of obsession with Steve Rogers. <laughs> Thought that was a lot of fun. I loved the relationship between Bruce and Jennifer. I mean, that was it was good. Oh, they have great chemistry. It was great, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man. So I'm not disappointed at all, and I and I think that. You know, maybe when you when you listen to us talk about stuff, right? You, you're like, oh, they're just, I, we know they're going to love it. I don't love everything. No. I don't. I just don't. And that this was really good to me. It was a lot of, it wasn't like anything we've seen. Yeah. I also so, think there's the benefit of like perspective on this stuff sometimes. Because I feel like when we're in the moment and it's week to week and it's very new, we're very much like still comic book fans and we're like, Oh man, so cool. Blah. You know? And I remember being, um, pretty happy with like a, like a Thor love and thunder and stuff. And while I still think it's overall a good movie, I do think it falls a little bit more to like a middle of the pack. Now that we have some distance from it. Yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. I still had a good time. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not, you know, like, trying to think of what it's not like a thor of the dark world nothing's thor of the dark world (laughs) i don't hate that one though i don't hate it either honestly but like i would put it towards the it's not an iron man 3 which i would also put towards the bottom or an iron man 2 yeah iron man 2 that's the one that i just can't (laughs) even even iron man 3 had some more redemption there than 2 i just i can't i can't watch 2 I, I I get that, but Iron Man Two is if you if you take if you go back and watch that movie, Iron Man Two is so integral and set up so much of what the MCU is now. 
Like, if you think about all of the, like, people, people are like, it's a setup movie. All it did was set up, like, but the MCU That's important, leans, too. MCU leans heavily on that movie. Dark, you could say the thing, same thing about Dark World. There was a lot of setup there. The relationship oh. between uh, Thor and Loki grew. I, I would say. More of, we saw uh, more of the Infinity Stones and how that works. And where they were in the world that that brought us to the most current, like yeah. Infinity War and Endgame. I would say Iron Man Two is, uh, more like I, I feel like a lot of that was direct things that were directly tied into Thor. I would say the stuff in Iron Man Two even sets up like uh, more yeah. stuff than like for the large, not just that, but like the Avengers. You know, Tony is a consultant, S.H.I.E.L.D., how mm. it functions, you know. Um, it just, it, there's so much heavy lifting. The relationship between Howard Stark and S.H.I.E.L.D. and how that tied into, like, Captain America later. You've got, um, what, I think it's been confirmed that the element that Tony created in that lab was actually vibranium. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's... <laughs> just one of those things man uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those movies that uh, when you're watching it you're like oh, this is this doesn't work <laughs> that great but it's a it's literally a building block it's a foundational block of the entire universe but um sorry I definitely stepped in with my hot <laughs> Iron Man 2 <laughs> uh, please continue <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have more to say there, Steve? <laughs> no, that was it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant to go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, now I have to cut this part out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't. Don't. Do a, do a OSW. You know what, cut you know that. What? Now it's in. <laughs> <laughs> you know when your attention span just leaves for a second? Huh? And yes. you just go, and you're like, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're all the time. <laughs> That's we're what like, I do. We're live, pal. <laughs> Boyd, what was your thoughts on this show? Um, very similar to Steve's actually, and it was like, yeah, we're getting a She-Hulk show. Now, mm-hmm. of all the Marvel comics I read growing up, She-Hulk was never one of them, and that's because I didn't read a lot of. Marvel Comics. I read a bunch of Spider-Man stuff. I'm the guy that loved the Clone Saga. So my Marvel knowledge is limited. So She-Hulk getting a show was like, okay, I'm interested. I'm going to check it out. It's in the MCU. Why not? And the show is really good. Especially once you see how it is planting the seeds for the rest of the show and just it is introductory for the rest of the universe, which at this point, yeah, you need, you need more characters. And this is giving you exactly that is giving you different characters with different personalities. And I really enjoyed it for what it was. And to piggyback off of what you guys were saying, as far as like, yeah, it's good, but it's not the best. That's probably the biggest problem the MCU is ever going to have is if it's not topping what it did before, people are going to see it as lesser and they're going to stop caring. You know, if somebody slaps you with a filet mignon like eight times a day and then they just come back to you with a flank steak, you're like, yeah, it's steak, but, you know, filet mignon. <laughs> Man, that's a really good point because we it all can't be endgame. 
yeah. Right? right. You know, and that's that's kind of a, a pitfall that they're going to have to learn to navigate. Or And it feels like they are, right? Yeah. I feel like they've got enough support, especially, you know, I mean, I these things are good. I don't I don't have a problem with these series. What well, do you want? Even the credits were cool. The credits were fun. Right. The other thing about these shows, like the Ms. Marvels, the Moon Knights, and all the stuff, is that this phase, this phase four, is almost entirely set up mm-hmm. for things mm-hmm. that will be later. And people mm-hmm. hate the setup because they want the payoff. Mm-hmm. And the payoff is literally going to be two Avengers movies in one year. <laughs> yeah. One year. But yeah. uh, this this yeah. phase is going to go out kind of on like a middle of a, a like a like a whimper or a lull. Oh yeah, because because yeah, November because is coming. There's there's <laughs> there's construction there's construction going on. Right. And yes, I agree. I agree that it's coming. But if you look at the phase, and I've heard the sentiment before, but people have said the phase as a whole is um, underwhelming. So I mean, well. Where? Where they do that at? Like, <laughs> we, can be we can be appreciative, but, you know, again, people, there, there's a lot of people that don't <laughs> see what is coming down the road. They only see what the, these shows that are coming one at a time. And I know a ton of people that have not yet seen Falcon and Winter Soldier, Ooh. a ton of people that have not yet seen Ms. Marvel, a ton of people that have not yet seen Moon Knight, Wanda. What If, Hawkeye, yeah, all, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So God, Hawkeye, man, these things were so good. Mm -hmm. Phase four was very good to us. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nightmare for me. That was like a person that would randomly just throw on any MCU movie that I would find. It's like I can't do that with a show. I guess I could maybe have it on in the background or something. Yeah, but it's a you know, can you just drop in the middle of it? I don't know. So that was so much content, so much to expand on. telling you we've got we've got so much to look forward to mm-hmm. yeah. what are you Honestly, talking we're about we're spoiled yeah it's like we're i mean we got shang chi man are you kidding me yeah Dude. Ugh. i knew we Ugh. were spoiled when i got a moon night show come on son <laughs> right yeah for sure and look this is how i know we're spoiled because we we uh got no marvel for a year and the thirst for black widow when it came out mm-hmm. was like <laughs> we're back baby yeah <laughs> that's the truth that is yeah. the truth yeah or, uh, oh black widow and wandavision it was like <gasps> yeah. mm-hmm. so you uh, know it's uh it is the nature of the beast uh as far as my thoughts on she hulk uh i'm a big fun big fan of the dan slot run of she hulk comics uh in the early 2000s there's also a, a really great run, I want to say, by John Burr in the 80s. But uh, my seminal comics were like Dan Slott's run. I literally own his entire run because it was some of my favorite characters and it propelled She-Hulk to being legitimately one of my favorite characters. Uh, it also made Star Fox one of my most hated characters. <laughs> but, uh, we will not go into further details about Star Fox and yeah. what happened to him in that show or that, that book. But um, yeah, this show, it nails uh, Jennifer's personality. CGI is way better than I thought I was ready to give it credit for. Um, it Hands down there, dude. Yeah. Not quite the level of how good like 
Mark Ruffalo's Hulk CGI is, but I think that's just because of experience. I thought she looked fantastic. Whatever they did to smooth that out, they did a great job. Dude, I'm not saying she doesn't. When he asked, like, Jennifer? It's like, yeah. And she did that head tilt while in Hulk mode. I'm like, oh no. They they got it. They yeah, they, they did it well. Yeah. I I I know I'm gonna be disappointed because there's gonna be a lot more Jennifer scenes because you literally cannot afford to animate this giant green woman every minute of every episode. Which uh I feel I, like we're gonna get a lot though. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I also think She Hulk looks a lot better. When she's not doing the big Farrah Fawcett hair, when her hair was like pulled back and she just kind of looked, looked more better. like a regular, mm. yeah, I was just like, oh, that just—it feels like they're trying to keep this perfect hair on her head, mm-hmm. and it's just like, nah, man, just you know, let. I think that that's lending to the element of like, you know, some of the realness because like there's, I think our eyes are trained to spot imperfections, and if like not a hair is out of place on her head then it's it's going to cause some cognitive dissonance or something with us. Yeah, sure, she had I big, like, create-a-wrestler hair at some point. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the, the Triple H floating hair behind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. But, um, no, it nails it. It nails her relationship with Bruce. It nails um, how she's different. Although it, do- it conveniently avoids all of the trauma Bruce has uh, been through in his life because, like, you know, there's actual abuse and murders and stuff like that in his past. And it's weird that this Hulk is like, huh, is it me that's the problem? No, <laughs> it is the women that are the problem. <laughs> so, um, but no, it's, uh, I-, I thought it was a great episode and I can't wait to dive into more. So, same. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Wednesday tomorrow, right? Thursday, Thursdays. Oh, they Disney loves it. Thursdays. <laughs> they really love yeah. Thursday. All right, so that is us talking about. Uh, well, and also were, big woman. More, more big green woman. Also, <laughs> also, they 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 previously loved Wednesdays. For some reason, they moved this to Thursdays. I think they feel like it's going to be higher numbers for some reason i don't know i don't know their strategy it's weird yeah we'll talk well, about started it on friday days. right it's they started fridays that's when mando came out was on friday and then they changed that uh it's th- first season of mando was fridays mm-hmm. S- i think it's the wanda wandavision started the wednesday wednesday gotcha. um and then obi-wan went back to fridays was it no, the first two episodes were Friday. Then it went to yeah. Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And then this show is now Thursdays. So I wish they would stagger these a lot better because it would be really great if, like, Ms. Marvel came out – or if Obi-Wan came out Wednesday and Ms. Marvel came out Thursday. Like, let's get some event television going. We'll talk about it yes. with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Event TV. Event television. Man, did y'all know Groot was out? Yes. Yeah, I watched it. it. I didn't Same. watch it. I haven't Dude, watched it yet. Watched all those adorable episodes, and I'm just like, oh, this yep. is just my son. <laughs> this is literally just Yeah, boring. exactly. Also, also, Groot is, like, delightfully wicked a little bit. Like, 
there's a there's a there's a twinge of chaos in that in that small tree sapling. There, so uh, there there um, no spoilers, but there's an episode where he's just dancing his little butt off, and he just casually murders somebody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was I was watching that with both my sons. They didn't question it, but I was like. <laughs> They they saw no problem with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, kids, man, kids, Steve, because that part had me. Yeah, all right. They're, well, they're like five minutes. There's four episodes, and I think they're five uh, minutes a piece. Uh, yeah, there, there's yeah. five, but they're not in a playlist like Baymax. You literally have yeah. to like go to the bottom every time one's over and go to the. Oh, next okay. Week. Yeah, it's okay. frustrating, but they're all gold. There's one where he's getting like materials to make like a family portrait. It's so adorable, but then it's also being done by Groot, so you know exactly what happens in the episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I am Groot. Yeah, that's fun. Go check that out, guys. Okay. Um, all right, so we, we talked about a couple of good things. Let's talk about a not so good thing. Uh, and that is Warner Brothers Discovery continuing to doing? make cuts across the board. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I don't even know. Is there a running list of the of the things that have been canceled or cut or so I don't I don't have a running list, but I have the original article from the 17th where uh they announced the 36 titles that they were removing from streaming that included originals and shows that had either aired on like another channel that were actively streaming on HBO Max. If you guys want me to rattle those off. Yes. Um, so to start off with the HBO Max originals, you have 12 Dates of Christmas, About Last Night, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, which I haven't got a chance to watch, Close Enough, which hurts my heart because that show is fantastic. That show is amazing. I've Uh, laughed harder watching that show than most things. Um, Ellen's Next You love that thing out of the gate, too, dude. Yeah. Because it was fantastic. Yeah. It was adult regular show. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> um let's see the fungies uh generation hustle generation infinity train which hurt a lot of feelings mm. online mm-hmm. uh, that, hurts my, that hurt my kids feelings too believe me little ellen my mom your dad odo robbie patel's pursuit of happiness summer camp island which hurt a lot of feelings online the not too late show with elmo Runaway Bunny, Theodosia, Tig and Seek, and Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. Keep in mm. mind, these are HBO Max originals. These aren't even just these are just <laughs> the HBO Max originals. This doesn't include HBO originals like My Dinner with Herb or Cher or Cartoon Network shows like Dodo, Elliot from Earth, Mau mm. Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart, Mighty Magiswords, OKKO, OK Let's Be Heroes. Uncle Grandpa and Victor and Valentino, or even stuff that they got elsewhere, like Detention Adventure, Messi Goes to Okaido, Maya's Magic Playground, The Ollie and Moon Show, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, Make It Big, Mm -hmm. Make It Small, and Squish. Now keep in mind, this is 36 shows as of the 17th. This doesn't count anything they've taken off, you know, since then. Cape Crusader was one of them, I know that. Well, Cape Crusader was coming out. Yeah, that was, it just canceled, right? Or moving? <laughs> it's moving. Yeah, it's because they did announce some. So yeah, 
it's they're it's shopping not, it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because you're gonna have a show with that kind of talent attached to it and it just pops up on like oh Netflix or something. <laughs> It'll be on uh um what's uh I couldn't even think of I don't know. I was gonna say one of their like ancillary channels, but no. It's gonna be vaporware, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> it's gonna end up on like <laughs> crackle, <laughs> <laughs> right next to the critic. <laughs> oh my gosh! Gotta get the that critic. Critic. The critic. Um. Yeah. So this is continued cost cutting measures by Warner Brothers Discovery in order to get to that three billion in taxes they're trying to save. Mm-hmm. Um. There's uh, people are saying that the the projects that they're deleting, the reason why they're canceling all this stuff is so that they don't have to pay residuals to the creators. Um, in addition to not having to pay like the taxes or anything on it. Yeah. And then some people are saying like the original data for these shows um, is is like being wiped from like their servers too. So like the one of the directors of Batgirl said that he went in to retrieve the the footage, like the data for the movie for Batgirl. Um, just because, you know, he was like, oh, let me get some stills. Let me get proof that I worked on this movie. And he said Warner Brothers has deleted it completely from their servers. So, like, what? even if they wanted it back, it's gone. That is the most asinine thing I could ever <laughs> hear. A Somebody's multi- got that. Right. You know. That's we haven't had a lost footage issue like this since like the thirties when they used to re record over film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just like Oh yeah, bad girl? No, we wiped that hard drive. Like what you mean we wiped it? Well we put everything on talk? one Western digital about? and yeah. then we wiped it. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a wild like a wildly aggressive thing and uh, HBO Max is offering like a forty percent off, like if you resubscribe to well, HBO why? Max. I mean, what's well? The only thing I got I, right I now is thr- them thrones. I think they're losing people in droves. Like this is a ton of bad press. The, House of the Dragon is like the first positive thing that's happened at Warner Brothers in weeks. You have to think that they did those announcements and this release of House of the Dragon at the same time for a reason. Yeah. I don't think they have. Honestly, I really don't think they have. You don't think that I, I don't was think even a, plan. a thought. Yeah. No, because I think these cuts were coming regardless. And House of the Dragon is just like, hey, let's we we have our up and back down. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It's unfortunate. I I'm really bummed that like close enough goes away. I also had just started OKKO mm-hmm. like a few months ago, and then I was like, oh, I'll come back to it. No, it's, gone. it's gone now. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. So the only way you can watch some of these shows is some of them are still on Hulu, um, but then they're not complete or they're not in the right air order, and a lot of them aren't on Blu-ray or DVD to purchase. So you either yeah. have to try to find and see if some of the episodes are available on like Amazon or uh, is, is it iTunes. You know, I'm out of the loop. Uh, wherever you can buy stuff digital just to see if they have seven episodes of OKKO OK or, you know, the yeah. first half of season one of Mau Mau. It's, yeah. it's disheartening. 
Yeah. And uh, I'm reminded there was this clip of um, Matt Damon that's floating around where he was talking about uh, what he thinks has changed with like the cinema and movies and stuff like that. And he said such a large portion of movie studios revenue were the DVD. physical. Yeah, yeah. DVDs. Because um, if it didn't do well in the theater, it would perform better with the back end. As far as recouping Six the residual months. costs, yep. right? Yep. That's why they could take chances on a movie like a, you know, like a Mrs. Doubtfire or a, you know, why I don't know why only Robin Williams movies are coming to mind. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn, Poet Society, Jack, yeah. Patch Adams, Jack. Why do we we both said Jack and Patch Adams? <laughs> yeah, but like those movies probably aren't coming out now because they're they're not like these big event films. Um, which are being required and they're not going straight to streaming where you know the studios are not not recouping a lot of these so if this whole wbd thing re-promotes the uh purchasing of physical tangible of the materials i mean we're we're seeing people go back into theaters and they were actively trying to kill that so Mm -hmm. yeah you know, know that that might be something. You know, we still get the digital copy when you purchase yep. the physical. Yeah. So you're really not losing anything other than maybe the bundle deal on Voodoo. But yeah. I think I think people are just like not keeping these movies like on a wall in their house anymore. Yeah, you know? they do take up space, <laughs> especially when you you know like us. I mean, we got I got man, yeah. Come on, yeah. Uh, my mom used to have this friend who was obsessed with buying movies. And he literally had three quarters uh, of the walls in like two of the rooms of his house just mm-hmm. covered. Do you remember that guy we worked with at Toys R Us who was used to be in a police officer? Oh, yeah. We went to his house once. Uh-huh. His basement was crazy DVDs. Wall to wall to wall to wall. Ever walk in your house and wonder what it must be like to live in a blockbuster? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we're going to continue to follow these stories along with Warner Brothers. Um, hopefully, they hit this three billion number soon because, man, if they cut something that really hurts people, I don't know what that would be, but um, they do. There was a new, supposed to be a new Bruce Tim Batman animated series that they just cut, and now I'm sad. It, wasn't that Kate Crusader? Yep. Yeah, I believe they yeah. killed it. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Tim, Paul Dini. There was somebody else. That, oh, um, Ed Brubaker was involved with that. Mm-hmm. Who is my favorite Captain America writer? Dude, Gone. man. Yeah, pain. Paint. But but it's not cut completely. That that's gonna be shopped somewhere. So I believe we will see it. It's just it's a shame. Oh, but we should couple that also with the news that they basically have signed a first look deal with Matt Reeves. So is Matt thing. Reeves gonna be their Kevin Feige? No, no, no. That's okay. not he's what not that the means. showrunner. That's not what that means. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, so he's the showrunner for this side of Batman stuff, basically. Okay. But what they what they want is what what he's allowed to do is he's allowed to take um, any projects that he works on 
and he can normally he'd be able to shop them around to other studios but him signing a first look deal with warner brothers means they get first dibs to see whatever he's creating and uh they signed that with him also with the hopes that you're going to further expand on this batman kind of universe that you started with underneath so, the bridge really... <laughs> so that means we might get planet of the apes 4 then uh i think the rights for planet of the apes reside with disney now so probably no. not dang it <laughs> <laughs> never lines up i can't Damn have anything though. yeah but uh you know lots of stuff could happen but we'll see. On a positive note, that House of Dragon, though. Before we get the House of Dragon, yeah, man, oh, we gotta talk about your whole experience. We gotta talk right about now. your experience, sir. You need to do. You need to do some detailed tizalking <laughs> right now, sir. Because let me, let me catch you guys up on what happened. Uh, a few months ago, Boyd was like, "I need a show to watch," and me and Steve were like, "Game of Thrones," and he finally took us up on it. And he was like, I am starting episode one. And me and Steve were like, you're about to go on a ride. Oh, well, <laughs> no doubt. Well, no, what's the, just what's an the emotional. Capcom 2. I'm going to take you for a ride. Yeah. So what were you going to say, Steve? Just that I can't. I'm trying to remember what it was like from episode one one to the finale and it it was emotional it was draining i f- <laughs> I, f- I didn't feel heard <laughs> it was just it's just <laughs> my feelings were hurt <laughs> yeah. Yeah. several times yeah but man i got to know i got to know how how did this go for you yes so I believe I have mentioned it once in the group chat. Uh, you guys know I'm infamous for taking whatever I watch and equating it to pro wrestling. That's just how I do it. It's like I see a character, I'm like, oh, well, that's Triple H. That's that's Dusty Rhodes, baby. And it's like, oh, well, that guy over there, that's The Undertaker. They say, that guy, that, that's Seth Rollins. Oh, no, he's making out with his sister. That can't be Becky Lynch. Uh, <laughs> So after the first couple episodes, I stopped doing that because I had to get the rest of my enjoyment of the show off. But, oh man, I've never screamed the words, oh God, at three o'clock so much in my life. <laughs> and I know how three that's going to Three o'clock a.m. Yeah, three o'clock a.m. <laughs> and to do it for six seasons straight. <laughs> yes, yes. I, he said six, folks. Six, six right. seasons. Not, yeah, the show had eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um. So season one, I completely understand why everybody fell in love with Game of Thrones as it aired. You know, I was poor, didn't have the money for cable, and I was too lazy to pirate this entire series. I just it wasn't in my oeuvre. I was too busy trying to find ways to watch Japanese Power Rangers. I'm sorry, I didn't catch Game <laughs> of Thrones when it came out, but. Let me tell you, when I say I was hooked from season one, I just had to know how this was going to play out. And outside of the 
the stuff that happens in season seven and the trip at the finish line that is season eight. Yeah, this is definitely one of the best shows in television. And it might be in probably like my top five TV shows of all time. And that includes like Batman the Animated Series because that show was almost flawless. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Game of Thrones might be. I'll do like scrubs and just pretend like the eighth season doesn't exist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but honestly, you still need that eighth season because it people don't like it because it's not as good as the the you know the first six or even season seven, and it's not, but it's still, it's still decent, important, right? Yeah. It's that MCU problem where you have so much good stuff beforehand that once you come to something that's not as good as the purple wedding or the red wedding or the battle of the bastards it's oh. it's going to hurt your feelings because it's just not as good even though it's still pretty decent uh, yeah. for for example you see a lot of people who are just reprehensible loki get a lot of I'm just going to say face turns because I, I, I hate it the is. term redemption. Arc. It is. It's just man. like, here's a detestable person. Let's let's use Kingslayer, for example. Jamie. Mm-hmm. He is one of the top five. Take that back. He's one of the top ten worst people in the show. The most despicable <laughs> you know. people on the show. Top you know. ten. <laughs> I, I had to move to the top ten because there's some awful people in this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Right. And... He slowly gets this face turn, and I don't feel like it's ever earned, but they want you to think he's earning it. And then only in season eight for him to just go back and it's like, nope, I'm still me. It's like, well, yeah, I knew you were still you, because you were you the last season. So, but that that just goes to point out there, Boyd, like when they tried to do that, mm-hmm. I was like, no way. LT, I think you were even kind of the same way, like, nah, 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 nah. Not him. And then we never... I. I didn't fall for it because it came too late. Like Correct. you guys always hurt my feelings. Exactly. You ain't. I'm not falling for it. Yep. It's a. It's the same thing with him with Theon. Which I don't care what anybody says. I'm not <laughs> feeling sorry for Theon after that. Uh, we're, we're going full spoilers with this, right? Oh, for Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not, yeah. Uh, actually, Game of Thrones and the first episode of House yeah. of Dragons. So. Yeah. I don't feel bad for him getting castrated. I mean, was it necessary? Jeez. No. Jeez. No, it wasn't necessary. Jeez. But, sir, the family that adopted you and raised you at their Man. first moment of weakness, you decide Man. to take over the house. And then you're like, okay, well, I need to burn the kids. I don't care if you faked out burning kids. You still burn somebody's children. Man. And then they... That... <sighs> That boy, that that history is complicated though. There's a ton, and they they got into it a little bit later. But there's a ton of just like programming yeah. mm-hmm. that his right. old dad had just instilled into him, and just being like, basically, like his family, like what the the Greyjoys and the Starks. Yep, that's like that's like Bloods and Crips. Now imagine <laughs> like. Imagine like the blood, like the Starks are the Bloods, and they take a crip and they adopt him into their family. Meanwhile, they don't officially make you a blood, but they <laughs> and, and and your dad the whole time you was growing up that you spent he was like, "Hey man, forget that we crips all day and stuff." Yeah, and it's you're like constantly pushing. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. So like the first moment he he he's just programmed. He's supposed to like do that. And then he was like, Oh dang, I had a real family this whole time. This whole time, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it all falls apart in this kind of spectacularly cause like if any one of those things held up, like his son being there and mm-hmm. or Ned Stark's son being there in King's Landing with mm-hmm. him. Yep. Or um, you know, them holding down Winterfell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh or oh God, there's so many other things. This the where Tyrion was mm-hmm. and, and uh it's just so many different things had to come together to just make that and I think that's what makes it like the fall of like Winterfell and the Starks and everything just so intriguing because it was just like, man, they got completely hosed on this situation. Oh like, yeah. And so many people get hosed in a lot of situations. It's just, it's, I don't want to say it's not fair, but it's very Game of Thrones. And now that I've watched that show, I can understand where the term it's very Game of Thrones comes from. (laughs) Because that's the only way to explain how a lot of these things happen. Like Oberon coming to get revenge for his, you know, murdered sister and family. And it's just like, oh, he's actually going to do. Nope. Game of Thrones. Nope. Nope. Game of Thrones. (laughs) You You thought you had one. Or, this is Game of Thrones. Exactly. Or it's like, <laughs> oh, randomly, Ian McShane shows up in a cameo. Oh, this is going to be a fun season. Nope, Game of Thrones. Nope. Right. <laughs> or oh, this guy's clearly too important to die immediately. Oh. oh. <laughs> immediately. And I do love how in that scenario, um, Clegane, he's all just like, no, you got to kill these guys. They're going to kill you. And Ian McShane's like, no, no, I'm not going to kill that. I mean, he doesn't say it in, in this show, but he, he, you might have the Hadouk in that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but Ian McShane said that in like every movie he's in. That's why I was surprised he didn't say it in Game yeah. of Thrones. But, yeah. you know, it's like, you have to kill these guys or they're going to kill you. He's like, no, we're not going to do that. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, well, they're all dead. Time for me to have my taken moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. oh, there's just so, so many things that either hurt your feelings, give you feelings, mm-hmm. or leave you without feelings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and so who was your, what, what was your, what was your favorite character or scenario? So well, let's let's break that up into two. Well, who's your okay. favorite character, and who's your le- who's your most hated character? Oh, Ugh. can I do a top five for both? Because there's a yes. lot of people I hate and a lot of people I liked, and I had to get into hoping that the people I like didn't turn out to be awful, because <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. like liking awful people. So right. like <laughs> my top five, I think I would have to go in no particular order. Arya Stark, uh, Tyrion Lannister, Hodor, uh, Sandor Clegane, um, uh, who was number, uh, Jack and Hagar, mm-hmm. mm. and I think I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Sir Devos. Hey, okay. Mainly because hey. <laughs> he's got big uncle energy. And I appreciate oh. that. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, he so- got big dedication energy. He didn't flip-flop at all. No, and yeah. the... Oh, God. And I'll, I'll, get into, <laughs> I'll get into that after I give you my top five hated, because that's going to be easy. 
<laughs> anybody not Tyrion with the last name Lannister <laughs> and Ramsay Bolton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's that simple. Um, I didn't have the energy to hate uh, Daenerys because I could see her heel turn coming from a mile away. A lot of yeah, people, well, we knew it was coming anyway. Uh, yeah. We knew that was going to come. So I, they built us up rushed, to know it. it. Yeah, yeah. If they would have spent the time, like the multiple seasons, like developing the turn, mm-hmm. like it two more seasons. I, I, I think if I think this show would have played out. If it played out the exact same way, but was more spread out, yeah, I think it's the, I think it would have gone down like just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just the how yeah. on certain. Yeah, things. and I didn't even mind. I didn't even mind that quick turn because it was more like, oh, my brain just broke. Correct. You know, <laughs> you you just you did it. You just broke yeah. my brain. Now everybody gonna die. Exactly, yeah. and the bad thing is, you can see. The wheels turning in her head yes. as soon as she did such a good job, man. I keep yeah. mispronounce her name, Missandre, Melisandre, Melisandre. Well, no, no, no. Well, Melisandre's yeah. the red woman, and that's where I keep getting confused. Oh, uh, yeah, Missandre, Missandre, Missandre. Yeah. yeah. When she gets beheaded, you can tell that's like, okay, no, everybody has to die. But yeah. Tyrion the whole time is like, look, please, mm. if mm. you hear the bells. Let the people be. And he right. repeats himself. If you hear the bells, right. let the people be. We Dude. knew everybody was going to have to die anyway. Oh, yeah. And I'm just I mean, like, that us. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time, and then she had the nerve to go, you freed your brother. Like, I did. And you murdered an entire city. We are not the mm. same. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't put her in my most hated category because I just knew she was going to turn heel at the end. And I can't put Jon Snow in my like favorite category because he's the most milk toast protagonist I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. My man is like cornflakes the character. It's just yeah. like, yeah, you're cool, but there's so many other better serials over here. Like, I don't know. And I understand it's like his whole thing is he's trying to find himself through the entire series. That's literally his thing is like, I'm a bastard. I'm not a Stark. You know, what am I? And when you finally find out what he is, he's just like, no, that's not me either. It's like, sir, then who are you? And he's like, I don't know. Let me go hang out with uh, Tormund and we'll talk about big women. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Uh, but uh, I won't uh, take up too much more time on it. Um, I will say um, the most shocking thing of the entire series had to be, I'm going to go with the red wedding over the purple wedding. Because okay. uh, that, I knew it was coming. I didn't know what the name of the episode was, so the episode's not called the red wedding. And then when it just happens, the music in the background, which is right. oh, it ramps up and you're like, oh, oh. The music oh. was painful, bruh. Dude. So that was my most, that's the most shocking thing for the entire series for me. The saddest thing, Hodor's death. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, and that over um, Stannis's letting his daughter be burned at the stake, like those are two things. Yeah, that like, hurt. They can, they can replace each other, but Hodor. Can I tell you, when Stannis did that 
Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to feel this anymore. Like you, yeah. <laughs> you, you've done it too many times. I'm, I think I, I think I can walk away. And so did, so, so did his troops, his troops said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Are, they are, yeah. <laughs> they were gone. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. I got my top fives, my low fives, my most shocking, my saddest, uh, you guys uh, got anything else for me? I don't want to take too much time on it because I could literally talk about eight seasons of this fantastic show, you know, for <laughs> hours. Much- that's what we were talking about beforehand. We are like, man, we could talk about Game of Thrones for a whole hour. That's what I was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, before we move on from it, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of curious. Steve, who who are your, like, uh, most ride or die and, mm-hmm. and most hated? Mm-hmm. Like, um, who are you on on those? So, it's been a minute. But as Boyd was talking, I remember, uh, I I don't know if I have necessarily like a top five because it's been a while since I've seen it. But I remember hating Sansa Stark. Yes! Thank (laughs) you! Because she was, I mean, and look, look, I know terrible things happened to her, right? But beforehand, I was like, yo! She's such a little snot. Yeah! Like, let's get her out of here. Like, what are we doing? Let's go. Let's get it done. Like, episode one, season one, until she starts, like, actually getting abused, she is the mm-hmm. most reprehensible teenager in, oh. like, television. Yeah. And it's yeah. not until and it, she goes through the troubles that you actually feel something for her. Can I tell you something? I Even when I see her now, mm-hmm. like, the actress, I'm like, mm. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird. No, I uh and as far as some of my favorites, Varys, oh my gosh. Talk that talk. Because he was always with the sass mouth. <laughs> <laughs> always in a corner talking that crazy. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I love that. Oh man. Um Gosh, you know, I gotta say, for me, there was such an impression made. Ned Stark is my boy, man. Yes, man. Look, <laughs> bro, you want to talk about Triple H's? No, 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 not Triple H. Like Ned Stark is the Captain America of that show, right? Like Ned Stark yes. is just the dude. Shocking. Who is just trying to do the right thing, play by the rules, and then yes! suffers for it. Yes. Now, I will say, because I know of, like, some of the larger history of the show and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I was also ride-or-die Stannis guy up until he burned his daughter. That is a critical mistake. Yeah, you were. I do remember that. But I've explained this to you guys before. Stannis' life sucked so much that Stannis is like, I need to do something for me. It's Stannis time. Treat yourself. And unfortunately, he, he the, the red woman was in his ear. Like, you know how you treat yourself. You got to burn your child, my dude. Such a like, cheering. He's like, I, I, I guess. You know, he, he got peer pressured. Into, and then she strolled on she him. She was like, well, Ooh, guess it's time for me. You was the wrong one. Dusty trail. And when he found out, I was like, the red woman is gone. He's like. What, what, what you mean she gone? Right, right, right. She gone. No, 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 no. 
You find that red woman, like, sir. She <laughs> you is know who gone. never forgot? Sir. Sir Davos. Sir Davos was like, oh no, it's on site when I see you, lady. She's like, I know, I got, I got hands coming. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. And by hand, she means taking off her necklace and aging to death. Right. <laughs> but Davos watched it and he was just like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yo. Yeah, that, I Ned was Stark is is my dude, and I was most hated. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say I was just really caught up on the Starks too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, even even Rob, in that you know, terrible. So <laughs> yeah, that was like, horrible. What the what happened to Rob was what was the... awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Rob was awful. But and also like while. While Jon Snow was not the most compelling character, uh, as far as like you know, he doesn't have these big rousing like, I the man, he held it down with the sword. He did. Oh, yeah. When he, it came to battle scenes, my man stood up in the middle of a of a field <laughs> with an entire army bum rushing him, and he was just like, he he did the, he did the cat move. He he dropped the sword. He like. Run them hands. Yep. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. Look, for somebody Anxiety who's his father's inducing. child, he is his father's yeah. child. Like Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Raised with the spirit of the Starks, but you know, he had that uh that Targaryen like war side in him too. So, you know, let, let, let's get it. Also, honorable mention, the Night King. Because he had the most premium javelin throw I've ever seen in my life. Man. He had he had, he had the <laughs> The most Call premium. <laughs> he had the most premium. What you gonna do? Right. <laughs> Which is, by the is way, my problem? favorite episode. Hard is there a problem? Is my favorite episode. Yeah. Because, <laughs> bruh, Hard Home is the most telegraphed but still shocking episode of that show where it's like, you yes. know exactly what's gonna happen. Then Didn't it matter. And you still go, oh! Didn't matter. Didn't matter. We saw it coming. Still okay. shooketh. <laughs> like I love it when antagonists are mm-hmm. set up like I love it when antagonists win mm-hmm. because it sets up them as a threat properly right mm-hmm. but when it's just a devastating win and then there's just like this level of confidence about it him standing on the dock at that with the come at me bro hands yeah, and Man. then you see everybody that died instantly stand up and like yeah what's good yeah. That is peak television. I remember I, I was on the ed, literal edge of my couch watching like, ooh, like dead quiet. And then they all stood up and I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. <laughs> the petty. Like, okay, well, this is over. Right. Yeah. And then when, when he was pulling out that dragon from the ice man. and then the eyes opened up, I was man. like, man, you gave this dude an immortal ice dragon. Jeez, it's messed up. (laughs) Right. So those those are uh, my most hated is is definitely Ramsey Bolton. Oh yeah, most Mm -hmm. loved Ned Stark. uh, Solid Night King in the middle there with just the respect factor. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's where I landed. So Uh, if we're if we're doing ratings, um, it's a real high demolition man. It, it would have been a video game windscreen if not for season eight and some of season seven. Mm-hmm. But damn, yo, it's I understand why people really like that show. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something too. I recently rewatched it 
well, not recently, but like a year or two ago, I rewatched all of it mm-hmm. uh, with my wife, and it was the the reason why it still wins windscreen for me, even though the final season isn't that great, is because man, the ride is still so much fun, mm-hmm. even if you know what happens. Yeah, because you start seeing. Oh, some even of the on that second watch. Wow, that's important. Yes. It 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 was just as fun on the second watch because now I know what Littlefinger's endgame is, right? Or yeah. I know what um you know I I know how to feel about um uh Varys. Yeah, know, like what he was kind of planning. Um so, you know, just <clears throat> great it, it, it's just as good. Well, it, it kind of ends with a little bit of a plot. Uh, boy, that ride is still a hell of a time. And the Red Wedding still hits. Oh, yeah. Does it? Oh, oh man. I got to watch it again. I, I bet it does. It's worse because uh, I was like, oh, is this the episode? I think it is. And then when they're sitting at the dinner and you're just watching and you're like, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. <laughs> it's like, it's nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then it just, it's brutal. It's brutal. And then you forget, there's a whole episode in that season after that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my That's God. That's not the season finale. And they no, did no. that. They would bury those most impactful episodes. Yeah. E- episode six, episode four. Yeah. 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 Boy, this is why I said Game of Thrones killed The Walking Dead for me. I was fully on The Walking Dead train. Then I started binge watching Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, the stakes in this show are unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. It used to be like, mm, that's what The Walking Dead does. And then I was like, no, 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 no. What, n- not even Walking Dead treats its characters like Game of Thrones does. Game mm-hmm. of Thrones doesn't give up at all who <laughs> your favorite character is. The m- one moment you're like, oh, this is my favorite character. The next moment they're doing something terrible. Right. <laughs> or they disappear or they get the murder. Or they get murdered, yeah. And they get mm-hmm. murdered in a really stupid way. Yep. Like, right. oh man, Cal Drogo is a dope, but he gets Dead. a little cut on his side. Dead. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Didn't make it past Forever. one season. Forever. An impactful death, mm-hmm. too. Yes. Yes. Like it changed the landscape. Right. Yeah. Oh, guess life is terrible for Daenerys again. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so speaking of Daenerys and House Targaryen, let's go ahead and ride into Season 1, Episode 1 of The House of the Dragon that premiered on HBO Max this past Sunday at 9 p.m. A.K.A. <laughs> Sass House. <laughs> <laughs> or House of Sass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who wants to start here? Cause... Man, I do. Go ahead, Steve, because... Yeah. All right, so... I mean, out of the gate, it just looked like something. I mean, we're seeing we're seeing the Targaryens and their relationship with the dragons, which is so cool, right? But the 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 bright spot for me was Damon Targaryen. Holy smokes! <laughs> this this dude <laughs> believes he's the heir, and he yeah. acts like it. Mm-hmm. Like he he acts like he is king already. He is the single sassiest character we have seen in a long time. In his first job was like you are captain of the police force. 
He mm-hmm. had all the police wearing gold robes and just dismembering people. Why? Like, what? what? Are you just... <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't cut you off, but it just went Nah, man, mind. you're not cutting me off. That dude is just ridiculous. <laughs> He's out there. What oh, the heck? And then it went on from there to, oh my gosh, the memes in this thing. After it was over, just roasted this character. Good Lord. You know, with the whole death of his nephew, the rightful heir to the throne, he was throwing a party. Bruh, that's just messy. Man. Messy. And then he shows up to a tournament in full dragon cosplay. (laughs) What? Yeah, it was... For me, incredible. Now, one of the weird things about this show is all of the uncomfortable conversations and encounters between some of the characters. Like, it's it's really kind of weird. And we all know about Targaryens and how they do. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird. And they they did it well, I guess. If it made us uncomfortable, then... They did it right. Just weird. <laughs> <sighs> Boy, you're 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 coming the freshest into this universe, so let me talk to you. So Yeah. <laughs> I I was like a lot of people that were wondering, is this at least going to be better than season eight? And five minutes in the answer is yes. Episode one <laughs> is better than any episode of season eight. But <laughs> hey, the, season eight had its moments. I just want to say did. that it had its moments. Yes, and so did this episode because one, you know, we're introduced to a lot of characters. We're given a lot of backstory really quick, but it's done very well. You get your main protagonist, um, and you get you know her information, and you see how she's going to be, and you also see how everything is typical of two hundred years before you know, Game of Thrones. You know, we need a male heir. Your wife has not been able to give you a male heir. You got this daughter, nobody cares about her. And, you know, <laughs> King Hot Fuzz, or I'm sorry, uh, King Viserys Targaryen, mm-hmm. he's so hard up on trying to get this boy that he uses what is clearly a cesarean section to try to save what he doesn't even know is a male or female yet, only to lose his daughter... And immediately after, and they the way they do it upset me. Oh, it was his son. It was his son. Yeah. It, the way, the, sorry, I, I did say daughter. The way that they do the the baby upset me because you hear the child gurgling. And then they don't say anything about it. They cut to the next scene. It's like, I lost my kid. Like, oh, I knew you lost your kid. But the fact y'all didn't address it to this scene and they're like, well, we need to talk about you having an heir. And he's like, excuse me. I literally just lost my yeah. wife and my child. And y'all want to hold Bro, a business that meeting? that was so like, crazy. You wait, know. can I, can, I, I want to roll back for a second because two things. One, mm-hmm. uh, he, 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 he knew this was coming. He proceeded to have no conversations about it. Like, yeah, just hold her down. Yeah. Like, hey, this is going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, ah. Uh, and then... Um, it was as brutal as any fight scene I've ever seen in my life. I was Man, like, can I tell you? I was, I was ringing like, hi, mm, 
Because it was a fight scene. Hand in there. It was, bro. Yeah. I was like, I saw an article before this this started, and mm-hmm. I just kind of glanced at the headline, and it said that it's not going to be as brutal or have as much nudity as the original Game of Thrones. Where? Right. When when they what? have that celebratory <laughs> orgy because my man's nephew and his sister in law are dead. That's great, I'm, man. Hey. But can't we yeah, can we talk about Air for a day? <laughs> so uh Sassy. Prince Maximilian Pegasus is here, Damon Targaryen, <laughs> which is so on the nose. You're gonna name the evil character Damon. Mm. You're gonna let that marinate. But Matt he's Smith, not evil. He's just crazy ambitious. But yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Can I also point out something here? This is what? literally episode one. And episode one, and anything can happen. And just just know that it doesn't care nope. what we think nope. or what we know. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't care. We don't even know really who all what all of these characters are going to make it. Right. Yeah. Which is fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you who's not going to make it. Lord Black Valeria, Chloris, he's not long for this oh. world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> salute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my man two seasons. I'm gonna give my man two seasons. Oh yeah, because oh, I feel like he's gonna hold it down. I feel like he's gonna go hold it down when he does go out. It's not gonna go out like it's not gonna be you know a pinprick. It's gonna be it's a blaze of glory mm. defending his wife on yeah. the back of a dragon, or or, or yeah. Oh, bruh! If he goes out in a in a screaming dragon battle, and he if this just gets like if this black man with blonde hair does not have an all black <laughs> dragon, I am canceling this show, dude. No, I want him to have a pimped out dragon. I want him to have an all black <laughs> dragon with blonde streaks, like blonde tips. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh man! But uh, oh my god! Yeah, man. Like, if if you wanted game more Game of Thrones, if you wanted more season one. Season one of House, episode one of House of Dragon is onto a really good start, in my opinion. Man, these oh, yeah. people are also creepy with each other. That's <clears throat> well, it's all they're all incest. Yeah. yeah, they're all Targaryens and they're all weird. And Everybody you know, we got is. to see some houses though. That was kind of cool. We did get an introduction of a lot of houses. That was dope. It's a, and then a, of course they name dropped uh, the book it was based off of, which that was a roll credit scene. Fire nice, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I've got no qualms with this Monesty. So if Sir Davos has big uncle energy, uh, uh, Triple H uh, Damon Targaryen here has like <laughs> uh, Uncle Bad Touch energy. <laughs> <laughs> Old attitude era Triple H. Not even no like new generation. Like he still blonde, yeah. uh, dyed his hair blonde. Um, pop and not pop and circumstance. What is it? Uh, Old to George Hemsley. Yeah, mm. old to Joy Triple H. That's who Damon Targaryen is. Oh man, uh, but uh, I know I cut you off, LT. Like, what, what, what did you think that me and Steve have not already said? I mean, uh, so a couple of things. The showrunner for this show, uh, so taking over the the showrunner role from DB Weiss and you know the the guys that ran the previous Game of Thrones show. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that's doing this one directed one of the best episodes of Game of Thrones, which is the one where uh, uh, um, 
what's her name? Cersei blew up the the sept of Baylor mm-hmm. and uh, with the dragon fire, and then oh, she's sipping on the cup. Like, yes. you can watch that episode and see how good that is, and just be like, I'm I'm fairly certain this guy like gets it. Yeah, like yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> um, th- this it goes right into uh, the lore talking about the Targaryens. Uh, there's uh, the the wild revelation at the end that the Targaryens knew the whole time that the White Walkers were supposed to come in a prophecy and they were supposed to like take it out, and that's even hinted that the whole reason uh, Aegon the Conqueror, who was the first Targaryen to come over and conquer Westeros with his dragon, mm-hmm. the whole reason he came over was not to conquer Westeros, but because he needed to be there. To right. fight the White Walkers. Like that that's literally the end game. And because of the events of Robert's Rebellion, which essentially kicks off Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. that secret was lost because all those Targaryens that knew the secret, or the Mad King and, and probably anybody else that was around him, died. Mm-hmm. And the only Targaryens that were left were too young to know the secret, to know that they had to be on the Iron Throne to protect it from the like that's uh. that's literally like <laughs> So, um, but yeah, the, the relationships and everything that they set up, uh, super cool. Matt Smith is just an interesting dude to look at. Oh yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Which I saw one person was like, man, I got to look at this just because it's kind of disconcerting with the white hair and his like pronounced expertly groomed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And elaborate dress. He's an anime character. Face. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And he can snarl and kind of do that stuff with the best of them. Matt Smith is fantastic. I don't know how well you guys are familiar with Doctor Who, but you're going to want to catch up on your 11th Doctor because when I tell mm. you he is the happiest, most joyful, most loving character in <laughs> the 11th Doctor series of Doctor Who, and just knowing that he could turn it into this, I knew him and David Tennant were going to be special because David Tennant mm-hmm. was also the Purple Man and Jessica Jones. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what he whole, did with yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, didn't you yeah, say you so, liked Matt Smith and Morbius too? He's the best. He's part. in Morbius. He's the best part of Morbius. Yeah. He's hands down the best part of Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> if this sh- if this show does not tell you he's the best part of Morbius, he absolutely is the best part of Morbius. <laughs> like I don't please know believe about, that. I don't know about Doctor Who, but I know me some Matt Smith, and Matt Smith Ooh. don't miss. <laughs> Matt, he doesn't miss. He just doesn't miss. So uh, when he was casting the show, I was elated. Uh, Reese Ifans, yes. who uh, plays um, the Hand of the King, Hightower. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, there's, the Baratheon, there's some, yes. There's some, there's some messed up stuff happening there. And I'm like, what does Ye- this mean? Mm-hmm. What? And the stuff with his daughter, I'm like, Look. I, I, there's things happening. I don't Look. like it. Yep. I don't like when he's like, in the Game of Thrones. Sometimes you, know, like, you win, look, sometimes you lose. I know your mother's up. dress. Yeah, <laughs> with Dude. your mother's dress. I knew exactly. Perhaps what you was, should what visit the king. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're I'm also wow. looking at the point. <laughs> and the king keeps getting these like little cuts, and I'm like, bro, if he dies from an infection, I'm gonna be so yeah. I'm like, that's that's so Game of Thrones, like. Oh, the literal chair you're sitting on is killing. <laughs> Which mm. so it's it's the little things because currently the Iron Throne looks like it has a thousand swords on it. Currently, yes. 
But it also seems like, well, if kings keep dying from sitting on this sword, this throne made of a thousand swords, maybe we should take some of these swords away because they keep killing our monarchs, <laughs> which would explain why it's so small in Game of Thrones 200 it's, years later. Yeah. Yeah. Man. You know, they take it from being like a trophy to an actual piece of furniture. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. So, um, I'm loving where the show is going. Now, I do wish, you know, I, I want to see more of the interactions with the other houses. Uh, we saw, like, Rickon Stark, uh, who's definitely a big throwback Stark. Yep. And, um... Ugh. Is her friend a... No, she's a Baratheon. Excuse me. No, no, yeah. no. Well, who... Uh, her friend. Rhaenyra's her... friend? Yeah, yeah. Her friend is is Otto Hightower's daughter. So Hightower yeah. is a house. Yeah, house. Oh, oh I thought really I thought he was a Baratheon. Is mm-hmm. that not true? No, okay. no, no, he's he's a Hightower. That they have their own banner. Okay, it's a separate thing. With the Hightower, it's tower notable on we it. don't we don't see that Hightower in Game of Thrones. I think we have an idea. I think gonna we're gonna find out why. <laughs> <laughs> I think a dragon's gonna go. Let's go. Who could you? What Hightower? Also, um. If uh, in the very beginning, um, I can't remember his name right now, but the king that was trying to make the decision, um, he was sip he was sitting in um, Heron Hell, mm-hmm. which, if you remember back in Game of Thrones, the ruins that like yes, um, that the Daenerys Tywin Lannister was yeah. like chilling in, yeah. those yeah. were the ruins of Heron Hell. They were wow. burned down by a dragon. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna be a fun season. Yeah, I it's agree. gonna be a fun show. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they managed to find a period of time that we just don't have like a. I mean, I guess we do have. If we read Fire and Blood, like we would have the full history of what happened. But I love that, you know, you don't have all of the tiny details with the side character. The side characters are what matters because that helps. 100%. Drive motivations. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, man. Okay, so that, we're f- almost 15 minutes over, so let's go ahead and oh wrap my this bad boy up. We were uh, like, oh, I think we're going to have enough con- time. To- <laughs> I, knew, I knew we were going to go over when we hit the 45-minute <laughs> mark. I just knew it. So, uh, anyways, guys, that is our show. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on whatever channels you're listening to us through. Uh, and Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? You're going to find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. You're going to find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve L. Dub. Boyd, anything you want to plug? What do you want to uh, showcase? So I'm always being fat on Twitter at Calabron, K-A-L-L-A-B-R-O-N-N. I just checked out a pint of Godiva ice cream that was really delicious, and I definitely recommend you check it out. Or if you want to follow me, talk about wrestling and a whole bunch of Game of Thrones stuff, I'm at Calabron27. Or if you want to see some weird YouTube videos, you can come check out The Loneliest Chunk or just search at Calabron, and my YouTube channel will come up. And while you're on YouTube, don't forget to check out Nerd Smash Talkcast. There are some spoiler reviews on there, and they are very, 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 very good. You guys should check them all out. That's right. Man, you just did a review on some chips, bruh. 
<laughs> and they were those uh, chili cheese Fritos. The kettle chips? chips? Man. I am looking. <laughs> Walmart. Man, he's, he's been... He's Walmart, I was just there. I looked there yesterday like, morning. Yo. So, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely uh, looking to peep that. But, uh, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at LT the 5th. That's at L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. And uh, you can email us, nerdsmash.tc uh, at gmail.com. And we will be happy to take any of your questions. But for now, that's going to be uh, our show. Ooh. And Boyd, as uh, one of our special guests, uh, we're going to go ahead and have you sign us off today. Club gang. <laughs> this is the same as last time. <laughs> I'm going to get it over. Hey, he's trying to... He's trying to uh, to pop our uh, our, <laughs> our viewers for for another podcast that you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's like when uh, worlds collide. Right, right. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you on the flip side. Holla, holla, holla.